Welcome to Starfinder. We are a short-form podcast on the Into the Dungeon Network. The best way to support us and what we are doing is through word of mouth. So if you enjoy the show today, please take a moment to like, subscribe, and of course tell your friends. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right. Well, welcome everybody. Um, I think we did. Did we have a volunteer for the recap? I, I can yeah. do the recap, unless Raymond. Do it. Do it back here. Well, while we're reframing ourselves, in it, in the uh, meantime, I just want to. I think you guys have a game with Asgazir next Sunday. This upcoming Sunday. Uh maybe. We're you know with the whole move coming up. I oh yeah I, I I may not be able to so I, that's that's another conversation I was actually going to see if we wanted to do another Starfinder on Sunday and maybe cancel or excuse me another Starfinder on Saturday next week and cancel Askazir that's another conversation for later all right um, we'll, we'll talk moving is stressful <laughs> all right I have fifty XP to anybody who wants to do the recap otherwise I'm happy to do it myself <clears throat> no passenger will do it from. As best he can from Passenger's point of view as the new tradition that's been started by Cryptus last game. Passenger, shortly after uh, Captain Jin and Cryptus left to go to the deck of many things, would make his way back to his room and begin recording a log. Science officer's log. Designation... Passenger, 25545. Today was a weird day. The screw went to a clipboard. Had trouble sleeping the night before. For all I knew, the ship could have exploded and it would have been my fault. Turns out our ghost is a fellow android, and I may have been set up for being sold to the same slavers that captured her. Them. Come to think of it, I'm not even sure. Their name is Elu. Also, Wretch, the disgusting rat on our ship. Isoki. May very well be smarter than we did think him to be. We discovered a laser azimuth pistol stowed in our escape pod along with a stash of cigars. Filthy. Anyways, we've been left to keep an eye on the ship... And we've adjusted course for Abalon, hoping to turn Wretch in and save Elu. Uh, they're doing. Oh, somebody help me! What's the mining? What's the what's the currency called? Mirian. 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 It very um, similarly Bitcoin for anybody. Right, who knows the the Bitcoin adjacent uh, currency from Tir Kene. Um. I thought that perhaps instead of going to meet this criminal that we've been hired to take Wretch to, we would instead go to Abalon and see if the corporation Tierkene can assist us in this situation we have found ourselves in. Obviously no longer a simple escort mission. This is clearly something more. Oh, I forgot to send the captain my shopping list. Let me do that. He signs off. 
Shortly thereafter, Captain Jin, you'll receive the notification that I described last episode, which was the, uh, the, the request for bonding epoxy, gear clamps, hygiene kit, spacesuit, UPB, and I imagine that probably arrives on your viewfinder shortly after landing on the deck of many things. Did you happen to get a price for those things? Because I would have to sit and look them up because I didn't get that. I've got it. Okay, cool. Thank you, Patrick. All right, so you are on the deck of the many things. Um, Captain Jin, I believe you're still with Captain Altham. And if we want to start with someone else, since I think Patrick's in the middle of something, so anybody just, can it's, start. It's Jin and Cryptus, right? And then yeah, yeah. the rest of us stayed on the ship, right? Correct. And I've taken 1,300 credits worth of our 1,400 credits worth of Lashunton tequila. That's what has been lowered onto the deck of many things. And that's what I'm trying to sell. Um, I'm trying to remember, like, I, th- I want to say we ended, like, mid-conversation. Like, Captain yeah, just introduced himself. You and I just walked onto the deck. It ended uh, mid-conversation. Um, I could tell it was going to go a little bit longer than we had time for. So, I think what would happen is seeing that there wasn't like a team of like soldiers aiming assault rifles at them, Jin is going to like relax visibly, and Cryptus will probably pick up on that. And he'll be like, you know, Captain, um, to talk about the price of the tequila, I wouldn't sell a man's spirits without first letting him try them. You have somewhere we could go, maybe uh, try some of my personal stash? And he pulls out, you know, a bottle from his suit. He, he smiles a bit, and then uh, Captain Altham kind of goes, yeah, sure, let's, let's go up to uh, top deck near the bridge. Uh, we'll go to my ready room. So Cryptus is very stealthy, you know, he's a very sly fellow, and so he kind of shuffles loudly next to Captain Jin and sort of lowers, he's larger than Captain Jin, so he's lowering himself down. Uh, be careful with the tequila, Captain, you remember what happened last time? You'd, you'd like it too much. And he thinks he's being really quiet. I, I, so, so Jin, like, the corner is like, I, hold up, it's hold really up. good. I'm gonna need a bluff from Cryptus. Cryptus wasn't bluffing, but I'll roll you a bluff. <laughs> it's not it's not a pass or fail. It's more of just like how convinced does Captain Nolfin That's get? a 17. I probably minus two to it. Yes, minus three to it. So 14. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Captain Nolfin is listening to your conversation. Sorry, Patrick, I didn't mean to cut you off. I actually kind of want to bluff too. But I want to like bluff to be like, yes, it's really good stuff, Cryptus. But don't worry, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll contain myself with this stuff or whatever. Plus two to Cryptus's roll. Perfect. Minus one. <laughs> so yeah, sixteen. Uh, I asked Captain, uh, would you mind if my armsman comes with me? He's uh, he's been a loyal companion for many years. Uh, Captain Altham looks around and he 
just sees Cryptus. He's like, uh, just understand we've been tried to, people have tried to board us before. I wouldn't try anything, but you're more than welcome to come. No worries, Captain. I left all the guns back on our ship as instructed. Oh, you don't have your cannon? Nope, they said no cannons when we did uh, security protocols. Good. Um... Ooh, that's a good point. Would... Because I I decided from the beginning that Jin is always still carrying his pistol. Alright, fine, I'm making a decision. He left it. He left it, okay. So, Captain Altham and uh, you two, you guys follow him. We follow him up to the uh, ready room. It takes about 10 minutes or so. And you walk into this nice sort of, like, room where uh, there's lots of couches, a desk, a computer, and things like that. And he points to the to the couches. There's a, there's a larger seat for larger uh, aliens such as yourself, Cryptus. And uh, he sits down and he goes, well, let's let's have it. Let's let's have a drink. And he pulls out three glasses from underneath his desk. Um, yeah. On the way, do we see what would be like considered typical for a merchant vessel? Like everything looks to be, you know, very utilitarian or are we seeing things that Jin might be like, hold on, that looks military grade or anything like that. You actually do see both. Um, you see plenty of things that are very utilitarian, such as, you know, lots of crates strapped down, lots of androids work around working. Um, you do see several armed guards just kind of walk by. Like, they're not, like, you know, holding their weapons. They're, you know, they're on their back or at their, at their hip. They just kind of walk by. They salute their captain. Um, but it's it, it, you did walk by one guard in particular that was wearing power armor at the time. And are we only seeing androids? Because you keep mentioning androids. Yes, you're seeing androids of different makes. Like different, made to look like different species, but um, nothing nothing uh, biological. Is the captain? You said it, right? Ah, he's an android. Yep, he is straightforward human. Okay. Okay. Um, you can do a perception check on him if you'd like. I would love to. Now that you're in his office. It's going to be a plus four to this roll. Let's see. Roll 20. Cryptus can't help you here. <laughs> 17. All right. Give me one second. I want to describe the emblem correctly. So... All right, so you start looking around the room, and um, you expected, since he did say he, he was a merchant, like a free, like a free merchant, like he's not part of any company or anything. This is his personal vessel with personal funds. You expected to see a uh, like the skull and cross sabers of the free captains, like somewhere posted around his own personal office, but you don't. What you actually see is like the sword with the multicolored um, wings, kind of that kind of look like a flame going down. That is the sign of the Knights of Gloria in his office, and it's got a little plaque with his name on it, and that he had served like twenty years, and you see that behind his desk. 
Knights of the Glorian. Okay, okay. Uh, he pulls off the glasses. I pop the cork on the tequila, and I, I pour us all um, an even amount, an equal amount in everyone's glass, to be sure. And I put mine, uh, put the bottle down on the table next to us. And uh, I openly look around his office, just kind of like taking it in. And my nights, my, my, my eyes touch on the symbol, and I'm like, isn't that Glorian? Is that right? That symbol? He takes the glass and he takes a little sip and he kind of looks at it and. Yeah, why, well, yes, it is. Why, well, yes, it is. I served, uh, served the Empress for many years, made my career in it. What are you doing, Patrick? <laughs> I was pouring Cryptus because he chugged uh, <laughs> it. I was giving him a reload. Oh, I missed that entirely. He's like, yes, I served the uh, the Empress for many years, and you know, I retired and have quite the wealth, and now I'm doing this for most of the leisure. That is a fascinating planet. I I was reading up on it because. I'm sure you recognized our Clydesdale class uh, when we pulled in. I I'm told it's about 50, 53 standard years old, I believe. Uh, I certainly got it secondhand, um, but it's been a good ship and uh, it uh, intrigued me. I read up some on Galorian. Visit there someday. It's a very nice planet. If you, uh, you better be prepared to speak a lot of different languages, however. I do like learning languages, but I've I've seen the list. Uh, I've seen uh, diplomatic classes available on the Adari, and that is quite a bit. Do you speak all those languages? I speak a few. I'm just from a small podunk town called DeCaster. Um, how are you? Uh, what's your price on this? This is very good. I'm glad you think so. It's it. It was hard to get it out of Castrovel, and uh, before I make bluff rolls for like trying to upsell the, the liquor, um, I was reading up on diplomacy earlier, and I want to try and do a diplomacy check to improve our standing with him. But it, it needs an, a minute of uninterrupted talk, so we'd probably just like you know back and forth about Galarian a little bit. But let's see, diplomacy. We've already been going for about a minute. That's going to be plus Sorry. eight to this roll. Um, do you need me to read you the DC rules, or have you already just, like, figured? Um, with him, so far, I think we're good. You don't need to read me the specific DCs. 17. 17? Okay. Uh, so, so the point of this role was to improve, like, his opinion of you, I would imagine. Okay. He's still waiting on a price, though. Okay. Um, yeah, so I was like, yeah, it was really hard getting this out of Castrovel. You know, they weren't letting a lot of freight leave the planet. There was a freighter that shared our uh, our, our, our spaceport hangar, but they were stuck there for months. That poor captain. But we managed to get this out. It's pretty good stuff. I've got... Everything that's on your deck, looking for two thousand. Two thousand. 
I could do 2,000. It's... Speaking of which, if you left Castrofell, wh where was your heading? Well, we were thinking we could take that money, or we could take that 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 Hila, that's those these spirits, and just get out of that planet. That war is really picking up. I mean, the night before we left, the city we were in got hit by a bombardment. That is not a a a nice situation to be in. Especially, you know, relying on someone else's shields to keep you safe. So I, just, I wanted to get off. Yeah, just knocking out the power was real. Was real annoying. Uh, I can imagine that is. Uh, <laughs> it takes me back. But yeah, I can imagine that's a planet you'd like to get off, especially with that. Uh, I I actually don't make birth there anymore. So um, right now we're traveling to uh, Galorian, so just to make a, a drop off for the planet. Um, you know, I could probably do throw in a $200 chip tip just for meeting me midway in the out in the dead of space. But I wouldn't mind uh, paying you even a little extra if you took care of a... I'm going to call them a stowaway for me. And as long as you're willing to call them a stowaway, I can probably offer you a little extra thousand. Uh, but I, again, where are you headed? Right now, we've set a course for Avalon, but that was kind of... I mean, at this point, you know, we just need to stop off and get supplies. We can go anywhere. Tell me more about the stowaway. Cryptus also seems excited. What kind of stowaway? I can't really say much. I'd, let, I'd rather let him tell you, but... Avalon, right? Currently, yeah. He reaches over and he presses a button and he says, uh, Elazer. And he speaks Galorian. So, um, do either of you speak the Galorian native tongue? So you hear something that says Elazer and then gibberish. And, um, and at the very I end, do. actually, I'm sorry. I had to look Okay, it up. never mind. You understand. Elazer, what, what planet was it that you needed to go to that I wasn't heading to just yet. Was it Abaddon? And you hear someone reply on the other end. It's like, ah, yes, uh, it is. It is Abaddon. Can we? Do you have a ride for me finally? And he said, and he, and uh, Alt Captain Altham says, yes. In fact, I do. And he cancels. And he takes his finger off. And he says, well, if you're willing to take an extra thousand just to take my stowaway off of my ship, so he can do his thing. Dead or alive. Alive, alive. He looks at Captain Jin, just confused. Like this is not somebody I have a bad relationship with. I just have to. Sorry, I, we should record this. Sorry, and I, I court the bottle and I <laughs> put it away. Um, you, you call him stowaway. What's the story there? I would be quite concerned to find a stowaway aboard my vessel. I would let him tell you, but uh, I think I think he'd be okay with me telling telling you. But he points to the Knights of Galorian um, emblem. He just says it's that kind of business. If that's something you're okay with taking on board, sure. If the pay is good, I just everything is above board, right? Like if Customs asks to interview everyone, he's fine standing aboard in front of the Anasite. Offices and 
Absolutely, absolutely. Perfect, perfect. I, I like to keep things above board. Perfect. Then uh, he will make sure that he gives your security officer here a thorough inspection of all of his belongings and and what whatever else he's taken on board. So uh, if you, uh, I'll post a uh, a light trail on my walls so that you can follow it down to the uh, brig. And he does the air quotations again. Um, but yeah, I'll have my people pick up the uh, the wine and. I'll just transfer it to your to your funds here. Do you have a credit chip I can transfer it to? Actually, my science officer had uh, reminded me we're kind of low on some of our emergency supplies. Uh, if you could, and I flick a list of a couple of things that is equal to about a thousand seventy-five in credit. Um, if you could, if you have these on board, I'd like to you know barter for, for some of the price, and if you have the spare UPBs, I'd actually like to take the rest in UPBs. And while, as you say that, Captain Jin, one of Cryptus's lower arms, a smaller kind of tugs on, on your shirt. It, you, you got the, you put the grenades on there too, right, Captain? Oh, so I flick a kid, and there's like a version two, and it's not 1,075, it's that plus 80. I'm not good on that. Captain Altham laughs, and he just takes your list, and he, and he looks at it, and he goes, sure thing, Jin. And, he, and you notice that he set, referred to you in just without the title, first name only. Um, and he starts, you know, pulling up his terminal and, like, you know, moving things over. And uh, he says, uh, I sent a message to your vessel. If you have anyone on board, I believe your science officer is probably still on board. He should get a message that we're about to bring bring you that stuff so we'll send you the payment right now and uh we'll deduct what you're purchasing from my vendors aboard perfect perfect this this has been a a, a fortuitous meeting and and he kind of jin's been sipping on the tequila and so he kind of you know salutes uh the captain and takes a sip the captain often takes his glass and he gives you a little cheers and he says uh, I hope everybody who sees the many things has a fortuitous meeting with us and he puts the glass down and takes a drink puts it back I have a question before we go I'm just curious I've only noticed androids on board as your crew what's the story there it depends on the android. Well, for sure. I, I know that the captain's personal preferences always, of course, shape the the crew. And, and like, two of Jin's arms, you know, point to two of Cryptus's arms. Like, because we're both obviously four-armed people. It just seems unique that you only have androids on board. I find that, uh, given my military history and my almost OCD nature for precision, I can't really work with anything else. It, I just get too infuriated, and I did, took this venture on too for fun and relaxation, and so far androids or any sort of sentient robotic organism has the on, are the only things that have been making it stress-free 
Military man. Yeah, I, I found it hard to interact too much with the Adari security force. They were they were very, very cut and dry, but good people all around. Well, disciplined. That's correct, Cryptus. We will take our leave now, Captain Alfum. It's been a pleasure. He reaches out. He reaches out both reaches out both hands to shake both of you, and uh, he says, "Jin." So he can't see like all of the expression because Kasafin face cover, but Jin actually like he's making a grimace, like a very apologetic grimace, and he's like, you know, he kind of bows. He's like, I hope you understand. Absolutely. Crypto shakes happily. <laughs> and uh, he presses a few buttons and the door opens and there is a little, little red light on the floor that appears and moves around the corridor. And he says, uh, the red light should take you to the uh, brig. Perfect. I hope we meet again, Captain Altham. Uh We'll let you know as soon as everything's on board and we're uh, departing. He says his goodbyes. All right, before we get to the next part of that, passenger, Rima. Um, before I ask you what you're up to, passenger, you hear a little beeping on your ship, on your uh, either your PCU or wherever you're at in the ship right now, on one of the terminals. I see. I, I hear the, the 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 beeping, and I make my way over to a panel that's got a little light kind of chirping alongside of the the sound. I, I activate it and see what's going on. Um, it is a message from uh, the ship itself. It's very well organized. It's just a document of what you're selling, what you're buying, and that they're going to be there in five minutes with everything and ready to unload and load for you. It's just a very cut and dry, just this is what's happening. Very nicely put receipt of all the transactions. I'll uh, activate text communication with Rima. And Rima, seems like we've just received a bill of lading. The, it seems like the captain has been successful in acquiring necessary supplies. They'll be uh, at our uh, ventral loading bay in five minutes. You mind helping me with it? Not at all. I'll meet you down there. I'll uh, make my way out of, out of, out, out of engineering. We'll say and head towards, head head towards the uh, loading bay. As you get down there, um, the one we the statue out of. Ventral, I believe, is where the statue is. Yes, the statue is down there. Yeah. So you're Pretty down much. at the. Uh, try to move that off to the side, sweep up the pieces. Rima begins cleaning up. I, I assume your ventral cargo bay is still closed. Uh, yeah. Up, 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 when we get there, I'll uh, I'll see Rima doing that and give her a little nod and uh, head over and begin making preparations to receive them. So, you know, opening up the door, uh, making sure necessary safety precautions are in place for the vacuum of space, that kind of stuff. All right. Um, so did you open the door? I don't know if I heard that. I'm sorry. I would after making the necessary safety yeah, gotcha. All right, so you lower the cargo bay and 
there's three androids um two that two are lishant and one appears um isoki um all all male in appearance uh and they have these crates ready to go and they have like a little um like it's not a forklift like with wheels it's just like a, a like a robotic forklift that kind of crawls like a beetle in a way and it starts picking things up and putting it down and uh one of the the soki android comes to you comes up to you and he says are you the science officer i am a pleasure um we are here to pick up the the wine as well that's in the uh that's that's in the other cargo bay, isn't it? It's in the aft cargo bay, yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I can accompany you to our aft cargo bay. Uh, we we tend to load necessary supplies here in in this one, and we keep surplus in the other one. Excellent. I will accompany. So I'll assist Rima. Um, um actually, the uh, Elu. When I was seeing Elu, was a Lashunton android, right? Yes. You know that there at least androids can be made to look like any species. There is just what's inside that makes them an android. I'm going to, as uh, passengers leading the Soki android off, I'm going to try to start a conversation with the Lashunton android. And sure. be like, hey, um, this might be a weird question, and I hope you don't take any offense to it. But if your brain was not connected to the rest of your body or to anything else, could it still function? He he looks up from his controller and looks at you and gives you a kind of head tilt. His face doesn't change expression. And he looks around a little bit and he says, I would imagine if it still had power. Yes, it probably still would work. Our minds don't require specific nutrients to function as biological units do, I would imagine, as long as we had energy. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Thank you. Um, Passenger won't... uh, That's the science officer. He won't speak about this stuff, but I'm probably going to take over medical officer duties at some point, so need to know, you know? I don't know if I would consider work on us medicine, but I appreciate the romance given to it. Thank you. No problem. And thank you for answering. Absolutely. And he just goes right back to work, like just as if your question was never even asked. Passenger, you get to the uh, aft cargo bay. Hmm. How long have you been uh, delivering cargo on the many things. One year, 60 days, 40 hours. And now one minute. Enjoyable work? Question mark? It, it, uh, it is allowing me to save and get off the spacefaring life. Of course. Uh, Do you course. enjoy Odd choice of words out of the space-faring life as you're on a ship. 
But I'm glad you have found comfort, and I, yes, have enjoyed my time here on the Jolin. Some strenuous at times. Um, but here we are. I hit the button on the wall and open up the door to the, uh, to the, the main cargo area. He just says, excellent. And he presses a little button on his PCU, and around comes another one of those little, like, beetle-like forklifts and picks it up and leaves. Uh, probably about that time, uh, Passenger and Rima both will get a chime. There's a group text saying, hey, so we're bringing a stowaway on board and taking him with us to Avalon. He's going to bunk with Cryptus. Can y'all make the necessary arrangements? Okay, thanks. Bye. What? Rima texts back. I, I, That's all you get back. I make my way to Cryptus's room to make arrangements on Cryptus's behalf. You Captain. open the door. <laughs> Cryptus, how much of a mess do we see? So as you open this door, there's the bed in there. It is completely, there's not even like blankets on it. It's just this like Spartan, Spartan looking bed. There's like a, a beaten up pillow on it, just one. There's an indent where his body has been on it, but the floor is covered in metal, random machine parts. You think there's like empty ammo casings down there. You see like half-built projects, like you think what looks like a an idol to Hylex made out of like shards of metal and so on, but it's awful. It's it's barely recognizable. You think you would hurt yourself trying to walk into this room. As the door opens up and I see this, I pull out my PCU and navigate to whatever the audible in this world is and turn on my copy of Consciousness and Dreaming of Sheeps Part 2 audiobook and set it on whatever clean tabletop surface I can find and turn the volume up and start cleaning. <laughs> I was about to, I was about to say, I like to imagine this is the first time you've gone from like volume 5, you're like, no, this is a volume 6. <laughs> exactly <laughs> that. But I just start absolutely cleaning and organizing as I go. Rima texts back, uh, Captain, is this stowaway going to interfere with our current companion? Jin responds, I'm just like texting with like uh, one of my lower arms uh, as we're walking along. Um, because like Justin said, we probably have like on our whatever futuristic sci-fi helmets or glasses or whatever, we probably can like see what we're texting and I'm just like texting back. Um, no passenger to Avalon. I'll talk to Wretch. And then you get another message and Elu and there's a ghost emoji. <laughs> Captain, um, you realize Wretch can't speak with this stowaway at all because if the stowaway mentions Avalon we will be in trouble he responds with the skull emoji are we going to lock one of them in a room the entire time and then he responds I'll handle it <laughs> so Cryptus just says to you 
Jin as we're walking down the hall watching these texts. Do you want me to handle it? And he like winks really like obviously. Cryptus. Damn it. Cryptus. Do we have any manacles on board? I could make some. <sighs> that the, the, the stowed supplies, the gun. That kind of scares me. And then we watch as like a android walks by and we just go, Oh, I guess the uh, the way they store their, their cargo is quite efficient. Yeah, we might need to have that as an option, but Etch is an idiot. Or he isn't. Or he is. I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. But we just lost the rest of our 5,000 credit payment, Cryptus. We're flying on empty, man. We can we can fix that, Captain. We can persuade Wretch to be reasonable. I'm sure. We can lie. We can lie. We can tell Wretch. Avoid this guy. We'll figure it out. You guys finally arrive at the quote-unquote brig. It is a. It seems like a regular door, but what you've seen is you're like in the living quarters. You see androids going in and out of rooms. Like this is, but it brings you to a particular door. And the me little first. red light ones. Me first, Captain. You know how these things go. They like to stab. And I <laughs> sort of go in front of Jen and see if I can't open this door. How do you try and open it? So, Describe it exactly. Cryptus is going to kind of look around and see he's like looking for if there's a panel. And he just sort of starts smashing the first panel he sees that has lights on it. It, you see a numpad, you start start pressing it, and it starts making a little beeping noise. And then the door opens, and behind it is you see uh, a human man who looks pretty, he's relatively young, um, wearing just, you know, a regular suit. And behind him, you see a, like a pristine room with like a really nice bed that's like folding up into the wall to like make more space. Uh, you see like a nice bath with like drapes over it and like a nice kitchen like it, it's like a really nice just living space and at his right is this big bag and he and he picks it up with one hand and he looks at you and he goes ah you must be the security officer and you must be captain Jin. he says in the uh packed um mercantile uh, all right let's get it over do you have a shiv on you or are you gonna stab me the captain really doesn't like blood on his clothes let's just get that part out of the way real quick Absolutely. There's two arms that are on the side of Cryptus, and they don't really move Cryptus so much as Jin slinks by. He's like, ah, I'm... I'm Captain Jin. It is a pleasure to meet you. He's the one who doesn't like blood on his clothes. I don't like blood on my clothes either. Hi, I'm Eli Yudkowsky. You can just call me Eli. Eli, it is a pleasure to meet you. Uh, Eli is a better name than Stowaway. Yes, um, as far as ship's logs are concerned, my friend has me listed as a stowaway just to make his life easier in case I do something he doesn't like that he wasn't aware of. But I assure you, that's not what I do. I follow so rules to the T here. Cryptus okay. turns to Jin like he has a confused look on his face. He's like, 
Eli, have I heard that name before, Captain? It sounds familiar. Jin thinks? Crypto <laughs> uh. sort of shrugs it off. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Alright, let's check your stuff. Get you on the ship. No! <laughs> Are you okay, Patrick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brokey's like, I want Eli, Cryptus. You've been with me for seven years. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> it, it looked like Justin caught on to what, what was happening. <laughs> is it is it the name similar to Elu? Is that what happened? Yes. <laughs> okay, just making sure that I caught on. Eli, <laughs> you're going to Avalon, correct? Absolutely. If you need to... Um, inspect my luggage or anything on me or if you I don't know what your ship's um, security protocol is but I'm willing to submit to any and all of it we actually really respect our clients uh, Happy however uh, unfortunately we are just a very small tramp freighter we aren't really set up for passenger conveyance so much would you mind bunking with my security officer and engineer here, Cryptus? He looks at Cryptus and he goes, well, I've bunked with worse. I will say our bunks are actually larger than you would expect on average, but are you, you, you're also a Galarian, correct? Yes, correct. How did you know? Altham had mentioned this was uh, Knight's business. Hmm. Yes, he did. Okay. Well, it is. If that is something you're willing to take upon your ship. Honestly, good, good credits, good passengers. I'm fine with that. Um, but I'm flying a Clydesdale, and the bunks are typically larger on average than you would expect, so it shouldn't be too much of a of a hassle. I've ridden oh, Clydesdale before. It's been a few years. My father had a Clydesdale. It's been a while. Are you sure well, you don't need to expect any of this? Any points to his, he like waves at his bag to his right? To be formal, Cryptus, please, uh, as we are talking, and I kind of like give him the go ahead to inspect. And you can see Cryptus try and be like delicate but he's really struggling with it as he like opens the bag and he starts rummaging through it and he does kind of kind of whisper very loudly to uh, Eli the captain's very polite but we do have a no stabbing policy and a no shooting policy that's fine I can follow that I just need to make sure I've checked in all of my weapons and as you open it um, you see in there there's like, there's like a case where a rifle can be there's armor helmet um it, and it has like the the knights of glory and insignia in it you find a few rations in there um some knives a a long baton it's literally just like his whole kit in a bag and he just looks at you like right, do we need to log any of this i just need to make sure you're aware so y'all you notice cryptus's mouth is sort of dropping slowly he's like "Ooh, this is nice uh Ooh, yes, you can stay with me, Captain. He's fine. I, I will, I will converse with him. 
I will entertain him for this trip. And Jin's like smiling, but again, you can't really tell. Like his eyes are crinkled, I guess. Um, but then he gets serious, and he's like, "So, I do have one stipulation. We currently have a client on board who is also traveling with us. He has asked for privacy. Uh, he, he's asked to not be disturbed by anyone. I have him bunking with my first mate. She's a Vlaken. Uh, she's actually deaf." Uh, as you know, the Vlock can, can can be that way, so figured that would be best for his privacy. Um, ah, excellent. He, he's a small Yuzoki, so just so long as you're okay with giving him as wide a berth as will be physically possible aboard this vessel, then your ship, be. your rules. Rima says she's deaf, but I don't entirely buy it, so careful what you say. It's not a problem for me. Well, then perfect. Um, if you want to meet us in the cargo bay whenever you are ready to go, um, I just have some things to make sure everything is ready to receive you on board the vessel. So maybe give us a, a 10 15 minute head start. Excellent. I'll uh, I still have a few things I need to get ready, but I'll meet you down there. He gives a quick little bow himself and shuts his door after you guys leave. And like, Jen's just like... <laughs> Rayma has been blowing up Captain Jen's phone. Captain, 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 are you taking another criminal on board? What is going on? Captain, answer me. Answer me. Answer me. Uh, meanwhile, while that's happening, Passenger has made some degree of a dent and has come across what he can only imagine as some of Cryptus's trousers, perhaps? Uh, undergarment, and he casts Psychokinetic Hand and just kind of picks it up and <laughs> moves it over to the, to, the, to the little pile he's made of dirty laundry. That's amazing. Well done. Did that use a spell slot? Oh, okay. Uh, in fact, say, I'm like, using psychokinetic hand with a lot of things. It's a gotcha. You're assuming that Cryptus wears underwear. Yeah, is that a fair characterization? He, he wears it because it's concerned Captain Jin enough in years past that he just does it out of, you know, expectation. Why does Captain Jin know? <laughs> A small guys, ship. Guys, when the clacks, when the cl emergency klaxons go on, you gotta run straight to the bridge. You pick up your gun and you go. <laughs> Moving right along, if you have nothing you want to do on the way back to your ship, um, you get back to your ship. Rima is there waiting. I just asked Cryptus on the way, when there's no androids nearby, I'm just like, is this a mistake? If you're concerned about the Ahsoki's health, yes, this dude can kill him. <sighs> we might have to bring him up to speed about how we're trying to bring him to justice. That's the right thing, right? He, he's... Captain, I'll take him through the cargo bay, I'll show him the cool statue I punched, he'll be fine, just keep Wretch away. The door opens, I see your and I'm like, oh god. 
Rima is staring at you with like this intensity of like, why aren't you answering my texts? <laughs> and then Rima leaves, so we'll have to uh, cut to another. Rima is screaming out loud. Rima's back. Captain, why? You ever seen like an angry dog? Oh, she's growling. <laughs> this officer Rima. Rima, Rima, you should see this guy. Stop. Rima, it's so cool. He has such a cool gun, Rima. Let's discuss this on board, Rima. Like both arms go to her shoulder. He's a one captain. Android start looking over like at the commotion. <laughs> if if anybody wants to overhear an android talk to another one, they would say this is why Captain Altham doesn't allow any other biologicals on board. Beep boop biologicals. Rima doesn't hear that, of course. Right. I'd love to see what android memes look like, but I'm sure there's a lot being shared right now. <laughs> yeah, probably. Captain, you're gonna get us all killed. Look, look, as we're walking up the ventral ramp, let's make sure passenger hasn't destroyed everything you love. Rima, what? Come to ops with me. Thump, 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 Curtis is running. Rima goes. All right, we'll do, uh, Rima and Captain Jen first, then M then uh Cryptus and Look, Passenger next. I've only read like a paragraph about the Knights of Galarian. That's who this Captain Altham is. That's who this Eli is. I didn't realize they were some form of mercenary or law enforcement or both. He has the kit of a paramilitary contractor. I just thought it'd be a thousand credits to bring someone to Avalon. A thousand credits for three to four days. Like, that's easy money. That's what you said about bringing Wretch to Akaton. Well, aside from our theories, it has been easy money. What do you mean? No, we're not even getting all the money now because we're not going. Yeah, exactly. That's why I... A thousand credits. We 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 need this. We need this, Rima. I've already told him that Wretch wants his privacy. That he doesn't want you to be. You told stuck. him about him. I just said we have a client on board who does not want to be this. What are you gonna tell Wretch? I'll think of something. You better think fast. I will. I will. We'll make this work, Rima. Wait, was this all telepathic or was this all out loud? Yeah, after after when we started old. walking, when we started walking, um, Rima stopped yelling out loud once we were leaving the car. I will. <laughs> all right, Cryptus, passenger, Cryptus, you come to the door of your room. The door is closed currently. And Pastor, you can probably feel the vibrations. <laughs> this is an intense audio book. So, at, yeah, as you get to your door, there's a couple things you'd notice. For starters, the uh, there's a pile of clothes, like, outside the room. Um, 
there is, and you can hear, like, like spoken word book from inside. Okay, don't kill him. Don't kill him. Captain said no more killing crewmates. Okay. And he opens, and he opens the door and walks in, and how clean is it? How much time did I have to clean? Well, since the time you started, you've probably had, you know, the time that took them to walk the ship, you've probably had a good 45 minutes to an hour. Um, I would say it is it is particularly clean on the floor. Most of the stuff on the floor has been either put into a pile or put away. The thing that strikes you immediately is that at some point in this cleaning process, um, I would have cast uh, transfer energy and moved some of the energy from the ship, uh, especially knowing that there was excess energy from what I took from the gun the other day. But I, I, I took some of this energy and diverted it into your bookshelf that had never really been used before and it had these like LED-esque lights on it that were never used previously so now they're like glowing and illuminating the shelves your your reaction cannon is on the top one like lit up um, The your smoke grenades are on the next shelf your, uh, your brass knuckles are presented like right in the middle but you almost don't even notice all that or maybe you do because everything else is just clean as clean as it could be in 45 minutes. Cryptus, you have no idea where anything is. That's what you, you see what he describes, but you forget where you left everything. I will now. say your Hylaxian statue is untouched. So Cryptus doesn't, he sort of, he sort of seems much calmer than you might expect him to be. He kind of looks around, looks from side to side. Uh, passenger, where is my reaction cannon specifically? And I, I point over to the bookshelf that has has it sitting on it. Okay, good. Thank you. And he starts walking towards the reaction cannon, and you probably sense imminent danger. It's you as you approach it, you notice it's like clean, it's polished. He stops at that, pauses for a moment, says, Huh So that's his last shot. Cryptus uh, passenger, if if I give you my armor, can you make it shiny like this too? Yes, yes. Can. Wait, can you make can you make all my clothes shiny? Like Cryptus starts like stripping off his armor, stripping off his clothes. He's like, I I need to impress this guy. Uh. This guy has has the cool stuff. If, if you can do this on on the rest of it, and he's you know the the shirts coming off that was underneath the armor. If you want to stop this, you you need to speak now. No, I don't stop this. In fact, I I, I kind of I go, oh, this is how the captain knows. <laughs> <laughs> and uh no he uh as you do it he, he'll cast psychokinetic hand and just start discarding your like fabric clothes over towards the pile and uh takes all of your armor and just leaves good good and then cryptus is very happy he sees his shrine still and he's like okay i gotta look good for this guy he pauses a passenger could you bring some of that back i've just remembered the captain's rules um, I, I've already gone, how, 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 well, see, you're pretty big, you're pretty loud. What, what would we need to do to see if I heard that? Because in my mind, I've got, I've got his stuff that he gave me in my hands. I've used psychokinetic hand to pick up all the laundry that I threw out in the hall. Um, how, 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 I want to know if I would have heard to leave some of his clothes behind. <laughs> I mean, you would have heard this massive trucks shouting down right, the hall fine. naked. <laughs> it's not fine. a big shame. <laughs> uh, um, 
and it's all, it's all dirty, Cryptus. I, I personally don't care, but the captain's yelled at me about this very specific topic. Just give it here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, fine, uh, fine, fine. I'm taking these items, though, and I make my Crypt way towards wherever we keep our laundry facility. <laughs> Cryptus gets a, a, a message directly from Jin, and it's like, Remember, the latch to convert your bed into bunks is in the middle on the front. I was just going to have him sleep next to me, but okay, if you're going to insist on these things. He wants to cuddle, Captain. <laughs> so Cryptus builds, like, he takes some of the stuff that, that passengers push aside, and he builds, like, a metal ring around the shrine, and that's the only thing he adjusts to what passenger's done. And he then kind of, he remembers the, the latch, and he's like, where's this stupid? sort of pounding on the wall looking for the latch and eventually presumably he finds it and does all that. Alright. Rima, Captain Jin? Anything else? Rima, after the conversation with Captain Jin, is going to storm down to passenger's room where, get into the closet where her stuff has been and get her... She's going to grab her pulse caster pistol that she had stowed away in passenger's room and keep it with her from now on. Rima is armed. All right, you hear a hailing coming from a PCU to the bridge of the ship, if anybody's in the bridge at all, and anybody who has connected their PCU to receive that same message. I'm an ops, so I'm an ops. I do about things. So I'll go to the bridge. Hold up. Uh, you hear Captain Jin, it's me, Eli. Can I come aboard? Give me one moment, Eli. We're just uh, stowing everything currently. And uh, I mute and deafen and turn off the video. And I walk down the hall to Cryptus' room. You're at the door. I, I, it's, it opens as soon as I. And I just sit around, I'm like... Alright, you ready for the Scriptus? Captain, come in. Cryptus kind of like drags you over to, to what Passenger has done with the weaponry. Look, look, at, look what he's done. I didn't know he could do this. It's all shiny. This looks pretty impressive. He cut the blood out of my Kestus, too. Nice of him. I'm sure you two will get along just fine, Cryptus. Just keep him busy. Keep him away from Wretch. Absolutely. I'll, you want me to go I... get him, Captain? I'll, I'll take him through the cargo bay, show him the statue, whatnot. Head head to Ventral and get ready to lower the 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 ramp to bring him aboard. I think he's I think he's forward. I don't think he's at the aft door. Um, but wait for the all clear. And I pull up my PCU and I group text again. Are we ready to bring Eli aboard? No, but you're the captain. I called Cripsis text back. Rima's very good about making sure Wretch isn't where he isn't supposed to be. Right, Rima? You know where he is right now? Rima doesn't respond. I knew I could trust her. 
passenger gives the affirmative. All right. I pull up my PCU and I say, Eli, my security officer is going to meet you at the ventral cargo bay. He should be open. Uh, lowering the ramp shortly. And I close it. You he- All right. And he, when, you, whenever you, are you guys ready to lower it? I am going to go to Rima's room first. All I right. think I need to talk to Red. Rima is standing outside the door with her hand on the pistol that's strapped to her waist, not like holding it out, but just ready. Rima's armed for probably the first time this entire campaign. Just leaning against leaning the against- wall. I'll talk to him. Go on and talk, then. You've done nothing wrong. And I knock on the door. The door slides open. Wretches peeks out of the door. He goes, what do you need? Mind if I talk for a moment? Yes, yeah. yet. Come in, come in. And he, like, ducks down and tries to hug. <laughs> Rima goes in as well. All right. Rich. He looks at Captain Jin, then he looks at Rima, and he sees that she's armed, and he goes, What did I do? You didn't do anything. The captain continues to make the worst decisions possible. Con- continues? He goes like the captain does this, even though he's got the headscarf, and he's like blackens. <laughs> so, the many things. This was a trader, and yeah. we, were able, we were able to make some trades, bring on some emergency supplies, things like that. Sounds they have good. a stowaway. They paid me to take the stowaway off their hands, and I'll be honest. I need the money, but I've told him. Why would you take a stowaway? That's what I asked. I've told him that you value your privacy above all else. And I'm going to institute a rule that all of our passengers remain in their cabins until we arrive. I figured that should be perfectly acceptable, but I wanted to speak with you first to let you know what's happening here. captain of this vessel was in a bind we could help out we can make money from it is this stowaway an android perhaps android uh, no they were they were a human okay um why did you would I, would I be able to leave this room to at least use the laboratory yeah I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like sticking to you like you know white on rice so I'll, I'll be waiting outside the door all the time I'm so I go to the galley anymore and play poker we can play in here but maybe if we like try to vary the sleep schedules I don't know how it's gonna work out but I'm this is gonna be fun isn't it captain just he gets Wretch gets really, really anxious, and he goes, Okay, um... Captain Jin, I have a confession. I have cigars in your escape pod. 
Yep, figured, because you were smoking in there. Right, right, but I left the rest of them in the escape pod. And Do I really need them. Do you want me to bring them to you? C- could I go get them? The uh, stowaway's already coming on board, so that's not a great idea. Give it, he, he give it some time. Don't worry, as soon as our guest is on board and I've got him confined to quarters, we can we can let you know there's an all clear and you can go get your cigars. That would be that would be fine, yes? Yes, yes, yes. Um I was gonna make you make a diplomacy check, but that's exactly what he wanted, so you don't need to do that. Um yeah, as soon as that happens, let's do that. Perfect. Perfect. You are our, our primary client, after all. You you are the most important aspect of this journey. So. Don't worry. We're going to make sure you're safe. Clients above safety and common sense. That's your motto, isn't it, Captain? That did, not, that did not go to Reg. That only went... I was going to say... Perfect, perfect. And he, and he just bites his finger, like, really hard and just, like, sits down and just, like, stares at your pistol and then at the door. Is there anything else you need? Just, just nicking is all. Well, if there's anything else, you just let me know. Will do. I gotta leave. Rima stays, and when the captain's out, she's a... Sorry if I've made you nervous, but I've probably about as nervous about this as you are. Why? What? Why would you be nervous? This is your client you're bringing aboard. Yeah, and you wanted privacy and no questions, and now this is a complication getting thrown in where we don't need complications. Yeah, 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 I guess, I guess so. Um, I just really need to go get those cigars. Do you mind walking me down there? I'll, I'll take you as soon as the captain lets us know the stowaways in Cryptus's room. All right, all right. I, I mean, you don't, you I don't, don't want to trust, trust you. Is there so anything else I'll... you wanted to ask? Okay. Uh, did you, was there anything else you wanted to ask Wretch? Yeah, Rima's going to be like, why did you ask if he was an android earlier? Um, oh, um, he gets like, he started stammers for a minute and like try, I like, think he's really trying to find an answer. And he just is, my client, uh, Vancott, they, um, they also kind of like androids a whole lot. And I don't know, I just didn't know if, that person was going with us to Akaton or not. Like androids how? Like Bow Chicka Wow Wow or I don't know. Tenkot's kinda old, so I hope that's not what's happening. Yeah, that that's some mental image I don't need, thanks. Well I got more worse mental images if you're wanting to hear them. And we move on to Passenger and Cryptus. What are you guys doing? Uh, Passenger will have taken the clothes to 
the uh, to, to like the showers, and it's just like dumped some like detergent on them and turned the water on and just started like hosing them down effectively. Just dumping the detergent onto. The... Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'd have a washing machine or something. Even hey, the galley, I'm sure. <laughs> It just as that doesn't. She's like, if Cryptus thinks I'm gonna put these clothes in our washing machines, the way they smell. It <laughs> <laughs> reminds me of a few roommates I've actually had in college. <laughs> um, but that's it's all it's all passengers doing. All right, Cryptus. So Cryptus is heading to the cargo bay. There's like a skip in his step. He's a little happier with the thud thud thuds. And he immediately opens the cargo bay, and he's not looking at his his phone, so he is unaware that he's meant to take um, Eli immediately to his room. The last thing he said to are the captain. Are, are you clothed? Yes, I am clothed. <laughs> okay, just given the way the game's gone, yes, I figured yes. I should ask that question. I, I was clothed for the conversation with the captain, who did not berate me. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Head over to the cargo bay. I immediately open it. I am not looking at my text messages. So the last thing I said to the captain was, I'm going to show him my statue that I punched and then take him to my room. You see Eli here walks up and goes, ah, Cryptus, it's a pleasure to see you again. May I it's come forward? Oh, absolutely. Come, come. We're in, the, we're in the cool cargo bay. I have something fun to show you. Come over here. Oh, okay. And he brings this huge bag. He's like, I'd really like to put this down somewhere. Well, let me carry that for you if you don't. I won't. I won't touch your your cool items, of course. Just hold it for you while I show this to you. Okay. Well, what do you have to show me? And I'll take him over to the the pod that we pulled from the solar sailor. I say, look, look at look at this. We pulled this off of a ancient solar sailor. It's a statue. So These people make statues. It's yes, a... yes, and he and he starts to rub, it, run, run his hand along it, and he kind of looks at it. Was it damaged in the ship? Oh no! You see, at the time we thought for sure it was a, a petrified corpse, but then the Rima ambassador told me it was actually a statue. That's just unacceptable. I had to to vent my frustrations, un unfortunately, because I was looking for a ghost. You see, but that's a whole other story. I'm looking forward to hearing that story. Is it? I'm sure you and I will have a lot to talk about, Cryptus. Oh yes, the captain's told me apparently the, the Shuren Hive devoured some world and they made a statue to commemorate it. I, I appreciate their, their interest in memorizing their, you know, rem remarking upon their deaths. You know, if you have plenty of stories to tell during these next few days to Avalon, I have some other weapons I'd like to show you. More in more detail, of course, from what we checked in. And and Cryptus like gets like this childlike joy on his face. I'm so excited for the next few days. I've always liked trucks. And he, Don't worry, guys. And he just asks which way which way do we go? <laughs> and Cryptus leads him leads him up to Cryptus's room and Cryptus is is stomping the whole way, so surely everybody knows where Cryptus is. <laughs> And I'll take him to my room and say, "Yes, we we cleaned up for you. I like to do lots of projects. You know, you gotta keep the keep the mind working. Gotta do new things. Goes, you can see oh, my 
Gotta see my weapons racks. You know, not the finest equipment, but but they help you on the on the borders. You know, dealing with pirates of the diaspora, you know, those wretches. But you know, uh, yeah, the freebooters, terrible wretches, of course. You can have whichever of the of the beds you prefer. I think you can tell which one I sleep in. It's nice and comfy. You know, I've rounded it out for my body size, but I've, whatever you prefer. I'll take the other one. Fair enough, fair enough. And he throws his bag on it, and, uh, and, he, and he opens the bag. He's like, now, it, this was in the bag when you looked at it, but I, I want you to, like, hold it now. And he pulls out the, um, oh, where is it? It's a small, like, little hand axe, and it's just well sharpened, and he's just like, here you go. And, um, and he's like, I use that for throwing. I wouldn't want to throw it on your ship, of course, but once we get to Avalon, maybe we can hurl it around a bit and see who's the better thrower. Oh, absolutely. I used to be a guard for a nascent colony of Trox. And there's this brief moment, like, 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 of sadness in Cryptus's eyes, and then it goes away. He says, yeah, they used to love throwing things, being sort of more of down-to-earth, primitive weaponry like this. It is just a regular hand axe, or has you got any special gadgetry in it? I want to do the joke down to what planet, but I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> so, what happened? Did you leave them? What what brought you aboard the ship? Unfortunately, as you, as you probably know, not all burgeoning colonies survive their encounters with the wild. Captain Jin found me mm. at some point. I don't even remember when afterwards he lets me beat stuff up for him you know which is what I did for the colony so well if we have some time between your duties I wouldn't mind sparring with you once in a while to keep my skills up plenty of space in the cargo bay it'll be great excellent tell me friend what are you god policeman something fancy there's like no like like hidden meaning behind it cryptus is literally doesn't look like he cares what this guy is um it's i'm not a guard that's kind of i mean we have really fanciful like speeches i could give but i don't really give into him a lot of a lot of knights such as mine would like to talk about peace justice and all this nonsense but really in in um in all practicality i am more like special forces for a glorian for the for the everlasting empress. Oh, that's so that's so cool. <laughs> like, there's a moment of Cryptus fanboy. He's like, I'm, as you know, many, myself included. Trox are are worshippers of Hylax, and we, you know, love love peace. I I found a need on the frontier to be a little less peaceful than my goddess would like, but she's forgiving of such things. I'm told. I know nothing about Hylax, unfortunately, but I'm gonna take your word for it that she is an excellent goddess and he starts getting the hylaxian lecture <laughs> if we want to switch to someone else <laughs> his eyes glazed over as you talk to him so um moving on to anyone else who wants to jump in or we can move on to whatever whatever you guys are doing next captain jen is he as he i want to imagine that as he left rima's room where rima and wretch are that that's the moment when Cryptus and uh, Eli 
or entering Cryptus's room across the ship. That door closes, and Jin just kind of goes like, no amount of credits will ever bribe my loyal Trox bodyguard. We're good there. And I head to operations to, uh, I head to the ventral cargo bay to make sure everything's stowed. And then I head to operations to get ready to depart. After hanging up Cryptus's clothing to dry after it's been drenched, I'll make my way, I'll check my PCU and see if I can, I'll shoot a text message to uh, the captain. Captain, I assume you're back on the ship. Where are you? Heading to Ops. I make my way to Ops. <clears throat> uh, captain, you, do we have a new, uh, another guest then? That is correct. Uh, this one is well armed and much more competent than the other one, but willing to respect the privacy requirements of our current client. Is this a, another dangerous situation where we don't ask questions and don't look in the box sort of a thing? Or is this more just transit? No, no box. In fact, he was quite open with his box. His bags, actually. Um, he was showing Cryptus his guns. Um, he's, a, he's a competent individual, I would say very dangerous. But... Nothing quite like what we got saddled with so far. I just finished polishing Cryptus's guns. I'm sure they'll have lots to talk about. Hopefully. Hopefully. Let's just get to Avalon at best possible speed and be done with all of this. Is, is his destination also Avalon? Yes, that is what Mal, uh, Altham confirmed and what Eli confirmed. So, What's his business there? He's with the Knights of Galarian. I'm going to look them up later. Uh, I suggest we do the same. Uh, if we find anything interesting, we'll let the group know. From what I remember, they were just kind of like secret police of some feudalistic society that oppresses peasants or something. I'm not quite sure. Uh, Captain, not Captain, uh, Dungeon Master. I'm not trained in culture, but I am from Galorian. Is there some sort of role I could make to see if I know anything, or am I just uncultured on this? You, if you're trained in culture, you can absolutely make a role. Well, I'm not trained in it, unfortunately. But you're, history? but it could be, uh, dude, is there a history check? No, it's, it's I mean, all, you're from it's Galorian. All, it's all lumped into culture. While he's looking at that, uh, Justin sent you a technical question message. What happened? Let me know when you're ready. There's no history check? No, there's no history check. I don't know if it came through, but I'm ready whenever you, Justin's ready to. Yeah, Craig, Craig sent, said something odd. The what's now recording. I, I re-added it. There's a backup recording. That's what the other bot is, so should be fine. And Alpha wants all androids as his crew. Ugh. Telling you, um, he left again. All right, it's Craig, okay. The, 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 the backup is recording. We can keep moving. Okay, you heard me talking shit. 
<laughs> um, but was there anything I would know about the the Knights of Galorian? I'm gonna since you're from that planet, I'm gonna go ahead and say that you can make an intelligence check. But I'm gonna just in I'm gonna increase the DC since it's not like a culture or history check. Sure, that's reasonable. I'll set it at oh, eighteen. You- Fifteen. You've heard of them, but you've never really looked into them. You've just recognized the name. Like, do you really know the inner workings of the Delta Force? Not really. So. Understood. Yep. All right. You guys get a little uh, beep. You're being hailed. I answered an ops. Clydesdale class ship, this is the many things. You are cleared for departure. Understood many things. This is Captain Jin. We uh, will be shuttling off here momentarily. Um, Does it matter which exit? And he's kind of like looking out and he's like seeing like all the different like hangar bays with like, I imagine force fields or whatever on them. Please use exit 64B, and um, you get a little beep, and it has, like, HUD directions that, like, point you to the correct one. Understood. I've got the direction. Now recording. I text the group. Are we ready to depart? Encryptus does not reply to you. Rima responds, yes, please get us out of here. Same. Perfect. I head to the bridge and I go through the like pre flight, clicking the buttons. Roll pilot. (laughs) And I flip the ship. (laughs) (laughs) Plus nine to this. Right? Yeah. I cannot net a critical fail on skill checks, so don't worry. Which is good because it was close. All right, so that's gonna, you get a it takes you a lot longer than normal, but you get it done. And you guys blast back off into the black. All right. So um, is there anything else that anyone else wants to do Rima's during gonna, this continued day as you guys leave the many things? Rima's going to text uh, Cryptus and say, is the stowaway secure in your room? And Cryptus does not reply to you. She calls. And so then we were, you know, we were at this bar and they, those showbots were looking down at us, and, you know, I was looking back at them. <laughs> what, what does she want? She's deaf. Can she even call me? Have we done this before? She, what? I thought you said she wasn't. I'm no, just trying to get it. She is deaf. Hold on. Uh, okay. I answer it. What do you want, Rima? Look at your texts. <sighs> and then Rima just hangs up. I'll, I'll play. Uh, they're so needy, you know. You can't just you have to handle the engineering. You have to handle defending the ship from borders. You have to bodyguard things. Uh, yes. 
smash the buttons on the floor. He's fine. You're a man of many hats, Cryptus. Rima texts back. I'm taking Wretch to the uh, skate pod. Keep him in your room. I'll let you know when we're back. Well, the special passenger doesn't want anyone to see him, so we have to stay in here for a little while, but we're having good time, right? By all means. We are. I would like to do a roll for if Cryptus connects that Elu and Eli are very similar names. Go ahead. You you set your own DC if you want to. Remember, his his name is shortened. I rolled a four, so no, I haven't connected it yet. Well, okay, they're similar names, but his full name is Eli Easier Yudkowski. That's his full name. Just calling you Eli for short. Anyways, um, so, Rima, you had something you wanted to do? Yeah, Rima tells Dredge, all right, we're going to go to the skate pod, get your scars. Let's go, let's be quick about this. He's like biting his hand more, and he's like, okay, 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 we're going, we're going, we're going. And you guys walk down there, you open the escape pod. How, how do you let him in? Oh, I'm right there with him the whole time. I'm not leaving his side. And he looks up at you, and then he's just kind of... I hid them under the seat. Please forgive me. And he opens up the seat, and he tries to keep his body in front, but you know exactly what's down there. And he kind of rummages through. You see you see him kind of attempt to make a sleight of hand check, but since you already know what you're looking for, you know he's grabbing that pistol. Um, and he kind of quickly tucks something in, and he pulls out the cigars. He's like, I got him, I got him. Okay. And he deliberately shows you putting him in his pocket, and he shuts the seat back. And he goes, okay, we can go back now. While we're here, not that I blame you for thinking you need that, but just so we're clear, if you try to use that pointed at any of us, it's not going to end well for you. And like, if you could see color leave the face of a a very furred face you would have because his eyes go open wide and he's like look it's just part of the trade I need to have it I know like I said I don't blame you for thinking you need it I got mine when we got the stowaway on board too I'm just making it clear that's not to be pointed at any at me or any of the other crew you got that I don't bite the hand that feeds me all right Take him right. You guys walk back. And I text uh, Cryptus back in the room. Gretch has got his gun. That will end well. You get back. Oh, now he checks it. She keeps bothering me, so yeah, I gotta check it. That's good. It's fine. And that's when, because Jen's up front, he set the autopilot and he sends out the text to the crew. Reminder, keep the guests apart. No mention of the ghost. No mention of the box. Let's just get to work. Oh, you started talking right as I rolled and I rolled high enough to remember Elu. (laughs) Good timing. (laughs) 
Uh, Rima attacks back to the, the group chat. Wretch has his gun. He knows we know. That's fine. We can play that off. So Cryptus will like lean over to Eli and be like, the other passenger has his gun. We actually took out the, the ammo and he can't actually shoot anybody with it. <laughs> He's not trustworthy like you are. I'll keep account of my ammo then. Oh, I'm telling you, don't murder the poor guy. He can't actually hurt you. Well, I'm just worried that he will steal it because he's out, right? That's a good point. I gotta keep an eye on my bullets. Right. Say, you guys are... You're heavily armed for a security officer, and... You know... Ah, never mind. I'll, I'll bring it up to Captain Jin. I shouldn't bring it up to you. Oh, no, you're free to tell me. I came heavily armed, you know, after the, the fight on the colony that didn't go so well. I just came well-equipped. And then he wanted to sail into a war zone. My Fomorian brothers, you know, fighting those... Fighting for their liberation on Castravel. But I don't know why right. Captain wanted to go to a war zone. I'm like, well, I'm taking my guns, Captain. And that's reasonable, but... I think this information should be for your captain only, once we make a little bit more headway. Understood. Understood. Could you arrange a meeting? I mean, I, I was very surprised to see how armed you are. So, I mean, I'm not refer excuse my language, I don't mean, like, in number of arms, I mean, like, in weapons. Oh, I, it's... I'm glad you, I'm glad you noticed! We've, we're quite fond of our arms. The Velakan is lacking a, a decent number of limbs, and, and he looks at, at the human before him, he's like, you're also lacking a decent number of limbs, but we're forgiving, we're forgiving. I appreciate the forgiveness. And the captain loves meetings, so he loved so many meetings, you wouldn't believe the number of meetings the captain insists on, so I can surely get you one, it's like a hobby. <laughs> Would you mind going to get one for me? Problem, friend. No problem. Four thumbs up with all the hands, and Cryptus stomps off. You're leaving him! Yep. <laughs> you will find Jin in Ops with the Alien Archive playing, and he's just reading up about the Knights of Galarian. Captain, I'm Captain! Captain, passenger, the, the Eli's impressed with how heavily armed we are. The the weapon kind of arm. He says he wants to meet with you. About the arms. Oh, is there something wrong? Oh, he seemed excited by all the weaponry. <sighs> passenger, remind me. We're not a hotel. We just need to stick to cargo. Alright. Duly noted, Captain. And as I say uh, that, I just kind of look down and make sure my... Uh semi-automatic pistol I grabbed is, is still holstered. What time of day is it? I know it was like afternoonish that we docked. Yeah, it, it's it's um, getting really late. It's probably about 23.30. Want to meet him now, Captain? You muted. How about now? You're good. There you are. You're back. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll boil some water and take two cups. I'll make, like, chamomile tea or whatever Lushunton, Kasothan version of chamomile tea is. 
and uh, I'll take a couple like whatever tea bags we have available, and I'll uh, go with me to Crippus's room, bringing tea to talk with Eli. The door opens, and you see this human in just like pants, like really like comfy looking pants, and he's got a toothbrush in his mouth, and he looks up just. Oh. Excuse me. Oh. And, he's, and he, you know, takes a rag since it's not a bathroom. He's he just kind of spits into a rag. He's, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean this soon, Cryptus. I wanted to set up a meeting for later. It is later than when we spoke. My security officer was quite um, concerned. I, I thought there might have been a problem. But if this is a bad time, we can meet in the morning. We are not concerned, Captain. Excitement. Excitement. What did Eli say? This is the only room you have, right? He, he looks like looking at Captain Jen. I'm afraid so. It is a Clydesdale. It's a freighter, not a... Loud and clear, Captain. <laughs> I'm going to bed. I'll, we'll talk later. See you in the morning. Out of character, I just want to say that uh, I'm very upset that I'm just now learning that Cryptus's bed can convert into bunks. <laughs> Since that was the whole point of Wretch rooming with Rima. <laughs> Cryptus's room was very hazardous prior to this, prior to Passenger. <laughs> We've got the wrong roommates. For story purposes, you have the correct roommates. <laughs> Perfect roommates. <laughs> I make sure everything's fine with our course and our in FTL, and uh, I go to bed. Before I go to bed, would I be able to do any sort of like long-range sensor sweep to just see if there's anything like in the next quadrant or in the next day's worth of travel, anything to be aware of? Absolutely, make a computer's check. Exciting. Plus seven. That's a 17 total. All right, so you know that you're going to be passing through, you know, in between different solar systems, of course, and then you're just going to be passing several. Um, there are several ships that are, like, going from... Uh, Akaton to Castravel, even though the traffic is much less, you do detect other ships. You are receiving no hails from any at that range just yet. Uh, no, subspace, no subspace or drift frequencies just yet. Um, but you do count three ships within sensor range. Hmm. You do not have their transponder codes, however. It, would that be a separate check to get those, or did I not roll high enough to get them? You did not roll high enough to get like what they are exactly. But you said that'd be pretty normal for this area from transit from Castroville to Yeah, Avalon. I mean, you guys have been on this ship for several years. You've probably made similar runs closer to this. It's actually fewer ships, but, you know, there's a war in Castroville, so. Just, uh, I'll send a, a non-urgent text to uh, the captain, just informing him that there are ships in the vicinity, but not necessarily close enough to matter. Just uh, sort of an end-of-day report, I guess you could say. And then I'll uh, make my way back to my solo room to prepare for sleep. Is everybody in bed? Rima is going to, once uh, Wretch is snoring away, 
and with the lights off, she's going to pull out her comms unit and um, pull up a, just a note-taking app and just type out, Elu, can you read this? And then just wait. You would know as a mystic that you have... You, you really need the actual full Ouija board set up to receive a response. That's why you set it up in the first place to receive that. Like, a, a, a technology and ghosts... And not exactly... You, there are specific things you have to do to get that kind of communication. Got it. Got it. Um... Rima just signs, I'm sorry. Not expecting Elu to be able to understand what it was, but... You don't get a response. It is now... Anybody waking up at 04, 05, or 0600? As a note, um... Jin will be locking those two doors that are the hallway between Cryptus's and Rima's rooms. The ones that like head aft and head forward, he'll be so that they can still use like the lavatories and things like that. Yeah. You get an um, every everyone gets a notice that those doors are now locked. All right, I'm waiting for you guys to tell me when you wake up. Rima wakes up um, probably about an hour earlier than usual. Just nerves, can't sleep very well. Um, what time? I think we said she normally gets up at five, so probably around four. And you hear uh, some singing coming from the other side of the door. And you hear a shower running. She's going to check and see if, the, if that uh, hallway door is still locked. I thought you were out in the hallway. Rima? Yeah, I thought you like got up and went into the hallway. I don't know why I thought that. Sorry. I mean, yeah, I, I'm. I gotta go to the hallway to check to see if the door's still locked. The door is locked. Yeah. And your side is the only side that has access to the galley, I believe. But yeah, you do hear it from the other side of that door. And yes, your side is the only side that has access to the galley because you have the stairs on your end. I actually locked the door so that there is no access to the galley. It's like there's two of them. Oh, so yeah, you, you, yeah, you, you do hear the singing, but yeah. wait, he went out in the hallway. What? The? Oh, oh my god, the hallway is connected to these rooms, and he just went out. Oh my goodness. He didn't go through your... I thought there was a bathroom on the other side. So there... He, he wasn't on your side of the door. Let's put it that way. Or am I confused? He would... Wretch would have to go out into the hallway to get Wretch to the bathroom. was there when you woke up. Who's in the... Oh, the other end of the hallway. Yes. Okay. I think the thing we missed is that Wretch was still in the bed. 
Yes, Ratch is still. Got in it. Red. Okay. No, I thought. Yeah. Okay. I thought. Uh, and I thought there were different doors to to where. Yeah, I was. I, I, for some reason, I, in my mind, Cryptus's room and Passenger's room were swapped. So, no. You do uh, hear the other bathroom across the hall. Going. Got it. Okay. Um. Well, Rima's just gonna wait out in the hallway since she doesn't have authorization to unlock that door and get up to the galley. I would think you do. Think you're you're, you're, in, my, you're in, my in my second. Well, also considering the fact that one of our passengers is out in this hallway, she's going to make sure they don't run into each other and uh, just chill out in the hallway with her hand on her pistol. Um... After a while, you hear the singing stop, the shower stop, and the Rima stop. Never and anything, but Rima she probably uh, see that the door was shut and the light on. Time. Um, after a while, the door opens and out comes Eli, and uh, he just turns to you and he waves, and he says good morning. Then he goes back into Cryptus's room. I have no idea if Cryptus is awake or not, so. Is doing his usual 6 a.m. So this is two hours before he normally wakes up. Passenger's alarm would go off at precisely 5 a.m. as it always does. Rima, you doing anything till 5 a.m.? Uh, guarding the hall. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 5 a.m. rolls. Passenger wakes up to his, well, uh, to his alarm on his PCU and prepares himself for the day. He's gonna head out to. Um, he's gonna he's gonna head out into the hall and, and 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 access and lock. What do you think I would have access to these doors, uh, Captain Jen? You guys know the pat the okay. like. I, I figured as much. Uh, I, I go out and without really much thought as to some of the other things, you know, what I want to do doesn't. In in his brain, really doesn't pertain to the passengers. He, he makes his way through and lock, unlocking and locking the doors as he goes. He he goes down to the the, the ventral cargo area where they received the supplies. Um, he's going to uh, start kind of like checking the spacesuit um, that hopefully was acquired. And uh, there are four four spacesuits. So he's just going to start kind of checking those in, making sure they're in good working order, and and moving them from. Uh, from their their location in storage to to uh, places in the ship that that would require them. So over by like the airlocks and stuff of that nature. Just prepping okay. them for their general use. Six a.m. rolls around as passenger just that. Rima does. Oh, uh, no. So like Rima at five o'clock would text passenger and say, uh, "Hey, can you make the captain some coffee? I'm making sure neither of our." Guests run into each other. Um, yes, as soon as I'm done with this task. How long do we think it would take to to complete prep of the... Uh... With your cantrips, it's probably only going to take 15 to 30 oh, minutes. Yes. Uh, let me just button up these items. I text back and I'll take care of it. Uh, I'll... Thanks, passenger. Yeah, as a uh, you're welcome, and I'll I'll make my way up eventually to the galley and start making the coffee, and I'll I'll grab one of the the chairs that's in there and kind of pull it over 
by the, the pantry door and just sit down. And, and I'll, I'll just kind of speak out to the ghost. Um, I'm sorry that you are in this predicament. I don't suppose you'll respond to me, but I do feel great distress for your situation. It seems that had you not warned us, I very well could be in the same predicament. I'll do everything in my power to make sure this is corrected. You get no response. Passenger will get up shortly after his declaration and grab the coffee as it finishes and make his way down to the bridge to leave it where he's seen Rima leave it countless times before. Um, before heading back to his quarters. Rima never upstairs. leaves it. She always waits for the captain to come out and hands it to him. Passenger is not as friendly. He'll leave it where he suspects the captain will be and heads back to his quarters. I'm sorry, where'd you leave it, Justin? Uh, near the pilot's captain's chair. Perfect. Okay. Um, Eli will walk out of Cryptus's quarters in what looks like workout attire. And uh, he sees Rima and he says, eh, you must be first mate, second mate, last mate. Rima um, points to her head and then to Eli and then establishes the mental connection. Sorry, what was that? Sorry, I'm not used to communicating this way, but I just what, what was your rank, ma'am? I'm the first mate. Ah, excellent. I was trying to get a meeting with your captain. Um, I would like to meet with him soon. Now that I, now that I'm all rested and ready he to get should, on with the day. He usually is just waking up right about now. Um, I'd say probably give him about an hour, hour and a half, maybe get up, get breakfast, um, and then we'll we'll see. And just Cryptus should be up by then. He can text the captain for you and see when would be best. Excellent. Thank you. And he looks at you. He's like, you wouldn't mind me using the cargo bay to do some laps, would you? No, the uh, the with empty. The aft cargo bay is actually uh, pretty spacious. It's pretty good for that. Thank you. Uh, right through here, I punch in the codes to let him through. Just uh, do you have? Any of our uh, contact info? None. Rima gives him um, her number. Text when you uh, want back in. I'm going to relock the door behind you. But Just let me when he's available for the meeting. I do have something I need to talk to him about soon. Absolutely. Captain so Jin, a... Cryptus, passenger. Or Rima, if you had something you were going to do? No, Rima just, she lets him into the aft cargo bay and then um, locks the door back behind him. So. So, Cryptus kind of slowly, you know, starts to wake up, forearms stretching, yawning, turns over to look at where Eli's supposed to be, and Eli's not there. 
Oh shit, he jumps out of bed. Says, Hey Rima, have you seen Eli recently? He's uh running laps in the after cargo bay. Oh good, good, good. He uh you're gonna have to work harder to impress him. He gets up early and works out, Cryptus. You've never done either of those things in your life, have you? Cryptus is is moving now. He's like stomping. I'm I'm pretty sure this is like the fastest stomp y'all have felt as he stomps his way towards the cargo bay. The doors on the ship open. The ones that are like the, you know, airtights, not necessarily the, the, the cabins. And you all get a text. Crew morning meeting galley. Five minutes. Cryptus has left his phone in, in his haste to show that he does lots of exercise. I imagine passenger Rima and Captain Jin move up to the galley. Yeah, Rima pokes her head into the cargo bay and waves to Cryptus. Cryptus waves back and keeps keeps running. <laughs> Captain wants a meeting, Cryptus. Crew meeting, come on. My routines always get disturbed. Cryptus shouts like really loudly. Coming right now. Eli will uh, will let you know when the captain's ready to meet you. Enjoy your workout. Thank you. I'll go get ready for that. Thank you. So Rima makes sure that her her door is very securely locked, and actually she's gonna change the uh, passcode to it to a new one, so that. Uh, even more securely locked in her mind and uh, then heads up to the meeting. So Jin just was kind of like, you know, morning, morning, morning to anyone he saw, but he's like, he's brisk, he's put together and he's ready to tackle this issue and he runs up to the galley and he starts brewing himself some coffee. Womp womp. <laughs> And as he's standing there, he kind of mirrors passenger. Passenger, are you still in the galley, or did you do something else after you... I went back to my quarters, but after your text, I would have returned to the galley. Okay. So you guys walk in, and Jin is actually kind of speaking in uh, Lashuten. And um, he's just saying, you know, Elu, if you can hear this, please hide your presence from both of our guests so we can help you as best as possible. Captain, did passenger not make you coffee? As passenger walked in, he's holding a cup of coffee and he sees the captain with his own cup of coffee and passenger just sort of... <laughs> where's, where's Cryptus? Thunk, 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 thunk. Cryptus actually probably would have been there before Rima, because Rima changed the lock on her door before heading up. Well, he would be, but he was just jogging. So as he's like slumping his way into the room, Cryptus, what? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> you know, I do a lot of sitting down for engineering work. You know, there, there's reasons for things. <laughs> take a take a seat. Hold on. The meeting can wait. Take a seat. What? 
Primo said I had to impress Eli, and she made me run, Captain. It's like that, that very concerned, like, Jin's got his arms on Curtis's back, and he's looking at Rima like, how could you? <laughs> Passenger hears this and just laughs. Just, just drink some water, drink some water. Give me some water. Passenger, get in some water. <laughs> I, I hand him the cup of coffee. <laughs> I mean, Captain, he's like Special Forces Trooper, he told me, so he's going to be hard to keep up with. He's running in our aft cargo bay, is that right? He, he he's fit, Captain. He could probably he could probably bench press me. Okay, that makes sense because Jin checked the logs. Okay, all right. We just need to be. I've been thinking about this. I'm confident that we can make this journey as smooth as possible without any hiccups. Rima, you like vibrating. Are you okay? You seem high strung. How many days until we get to our destination? We'll be making another um, navigation. Anywhere from, see, there's about two days left on this one, to anywhere from three to eight, depending on where everything is. Yeah, how you roll. Hopefully no more than six or seven, but... Captain, I, I have a proposal. I, th I hear, hear me out. I think it's a why. I think it's cool. So, you know how Elu can do that trick where she turns my gun safety on and off? I think Eli would find that trick really cool. No. no. He will not find that trick cool. First of all, Elu is a victim of a terrible crime who we are helping. We will not be using her predicament as a parlor trick, and we will not be telling any of our guests about her. Understood, Cryptus? Yes, Captain. Perfect. We just need to play this cool, and we need to be as professional as possible and do nothing to put our guests on guard. So don't do anything out of the ordinary. Does anyone have any questions? No, but he really wants to meet you. I understand. I'm going to uh, grab a quick break to eat, and then I think I'll have you invite him to Ops. While we're in there, I'll close the door, so if Wretch needs to do anything, I can, uh, I can, I can probably keep him in there for you know, half an hour or so. Anyone else? If that's everything. Let's grab a quick bite to eat for breakfast, and then everyone return to your duties. Rima makes pancakes for herself and also some uh, to take down to Wretch. I return to my duties. I go get Eli. Breakfast first, Cryptus. After, right, so bre after breakfast. Alright, so you guys have breakfast and then you're gonna grab Eli into ops? Yep. Rima actually yeah. takes her pancakes and Wretch's pancakes down so that they can both eat in the, the room. He takes them and eats them with his hands. 
I got a fork if you want. He didn't use it. Um, the uh, our stowaway is going to be meeting with the captain pretty soon. Uh, if you need to use the bathroom, let me know. I'll make sure that the hallway's clear. He, he nods. Okay. All right. So can we? Are we meeting in ops then? Yep. Yeah. Passenger okay. so, there. So Cryptus brings uh, Eli into ops, and you know, Eli greets you. He's he's not in workout attire anymore. He's he's you know dressed in like just day clothes, like military day clothes, just like a you know a very uh, olive drab shirt, pants, things like that. And he goes, uh, Captain Jen. Um, I I had to sleep on it, but you know I'm I've got a mission I've got to do on. Avalon. And I can't tell you much about it, but in that mission I have to do something I don't think is a good thing. And you guys are relatively well armed and you seem like good people. So I'll give you at least some details and you can decide for yourself if you want to help us. Me, rather. Let me stop there before you say anything else. We are not in the business of breaking any laws. The Anasites that run Avalon run a very tight system. So this is breaking any laws. I'm not so sure we want to be involved. Quite the contrary. You shouldn't have to break any laws to do this. Um, let me just put it this way. There's, there's a very philanthropic man on this planet. His name is Dr. Rocco. He is... I can't say much, but he's a good man. He is not evil in any way, gives charity, and his current projects have come into conflict with Glorian. My orders aren't to harm him, but I have to destroy his, basically, his life's work. I am going to do this regardless. I was hoping you guys could get him out of his facility to just protect his life from me. You're going to destroy a man's life's work. Whether or not he's there to be destroyed as well, and you want us to make sure he isn't there. Correct. He isn't armed. Captain, I'm confused. I thought you said this passenger was the straight and arrow. Boy, these sure are some good pancakes. <laughs> well, I thought, guys. Who is this Dr. Roka? What is his life? What is his life's work? What is the planet of Galarian? I, I would need more information before I could commit my crew to something dangerous like this. I wish I could tell you, but the information itself is hazardous to the being. It's very much... Dr. Rocco is... How do I put it? He's creating something of a basilisk. And we will end tonight's episode there. This has been another episode of Starfinder on the Into the Dungeon Network. 
Thank you so very much for being here. If you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and tell your friends. Thank you again, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>